welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm wicked excited to be here. I'm I'm actually extra excited because yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was my birthday. I turned double nickels, you guys. I'm officially 55. And if you know me at all, ask anybody who really knows me. They know how much I love. I love birthdays in general. Okay, I love birthdays in general, but I fucking love my birthday. <laughs> and I was making the argument to my sweetie last night around midnight. I was like, I mean, sweetie, technically I was born at like 9.44 p.m. So um, my birthday kind of officially can roll into tomorrow. So I'm kind of like doing a little bit. I'm kind of riding the coattails of my birthday into another day. It was a fantastic day. I heard from so many people. So I just wanted to say thank you so much to anybody and everybody. If, if you're one of my listeners and you sent me a little message, just thank you so much from, from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me. <clears throat> and okay, so I have no idea. Like I'm a few episodes ahead, you guys, which almost never, ever happens. But uh, my 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 podcast producer, Aaron, was on vacation. So um, I had to get ahead a few episodes. So I have no real um, grasp on time and space right now. <laughs> I don't know when this sucker is going to air. So I, I don't even know. I'm like, should I tell you about some program I'm doing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know when this is airing. Holy Jesus. Okay. But here's what we're going to call this one. I think. I think I'm going to call this episode being two-faced, being two-faced. And I'm going to tell a little story. I'm going to give a little uh, credit and attribution to somebody. And hopefully something that I share is going to help us all be just a little bit kinder, but also not full of shit. Like we'll talk about that. So let me start by saying this. So, so often people will say to me, you know, how did you, how, how have you come? Like, so as a spiritual mentor, part of just saying part of a slice of the work that I do is helping people to kind of get more in touch with themselves and source and spirit. So perhaps call it curating, creating, cultivating a deeper connection to the divine, whether they call that God or something else, but it's about creating a personal experience of the divine, whatever that means to you. Meaning it's not about an organized religion. It's not about, um, you know, worshiping in a particular way or having this faith background. I'm just like, if you want to feel connected to something greater than you, whatever you happen to call it, the God, quote unquote, God of your own understanding. Like I, I, I love to do that. So 
personally, when people say to me, how have you come to this place where you, you know, have faith or how, and I always say, I don't have blind faith though. This is the thing with me, right? I don't have blind faith in the divine. I, I just have too much fucking evidence at this point. I just have too much evidence. Okay. So one of the things that always happens in my life, I call it S-T-O-T-J, spiritual team on the job, is that there's this thing that always happens where let's just say I have a question or I wonder something out loud, like, oh, I wonder who first developed blah, 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 right? Or I just like kind of propose a question or you know, show some curiosity. I'm telling you guys, it's almost like placing an order. And I don't mean this in some weird like manifestation way. It is literally just like whatever is going on between me and the universe, me and the divine, me and the, the spiritual team, help is the divine help is whatever, is that I can just say something and then like, and usually it has to do with like, when I'm seeking an answer to something. And then it arrives. This happens all the time. You can ask my sweetie. You can ask my closest friends. You can ask my clients. It is just really remarkable. And I'm going to trust me, stay with me. And maybe you have experienced this in your life. Some people call it synchronicity. Some people call it coincidence. Some people call it manifestate. Everybody's got their own friggin' thing, right? So for me, I often just go, I raise my hand. If you're not watching this, right? I raise my hand and I go, ooh, S-T-O-T-J, spiritual team on the job. So my spiritual team answered a question that I had. And it had to do around this, um, around being two-faced. And I'll explain more. I'll explain more in a moment. Okay, but I wanted to just kind of put that in place. I have too much evidence and my questions almost always get answered and usually within a really remarkable or reasonable amount of time. Okay. So lately, lately I'm in a season of what I kind of call and, and what, whether it's because I'm getting older, like I said, I'm 55. Uh, I'm more aware more than ever of um, how much time I do or do. I mean, we never know when the last exhale is coming. I could, I could drop dead outside, you know, like tomorrow, who knows, but you know, I have this awareness of my own mortality and not in a morbid way. It actually makes me appreciate my life so much more. And so I just don't really have a lot of time for things that drain me or people that exasperate me or shit I don't want to do. Like I really am in a season of my life where it's like, I only want to do the stuff that like really lights me up. I want to do what I love with people I love, creating things that I love, expressing it, sharing it, right? Making connections and collaborating with other other people that really, I think, feel good. And I feel like they're doing good in the world and their hearts are in the right place. You know what I mean? So I just don't want to waste anybody's time, especially my own. So often I go through these seasons where I'm like, yep, I just unsubscribe from like pretty much every every newsletter that when it comes into my inbox does not inspire curiosity, creativity, compassion, or connection, right? If you're just hawking your wares and I'm like, yeah, you know, that might've been helpful to me five years ago. And I'm a pretty loyal person, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not hanging out for your bullshit because now I can see that it's a racket or that doesn't resonate for me anymore. It doesn't mean necessarily that that person 
is not adding value to other people's lives. It's just not my time and place anymore. Are you feeling what I'm saying? You know how like you go through seasons where you're like, oh, I really used to be into this, but now it just doesn't really fit into my life anymore, or it doesn't make sense anymore, or it doesn't resonate with me or land for me, or I just don't want to do that person, place, program, you know, habit, whatever the fuck, right? Like, it's just not my thing anymore. So I'm in one of those seasons right now where I'm kind of just like unsubscribing. Um, I'm kind of unliking things, unfollowing things, unfriending things and people and whatever. Um, because I'm like, if I see your face on my, let, let's just use this for an example. I'm on Facebook and you somehow come up in my feed if it, as one of my quote unquote friends. If I don't recognize you by your face, if I don't recognize you by your name, if I go to your page and I'm like, I have no idea who this person is, or if I go to your page and I see some crazy shit, right? If I see some homophobic stuff, some racist stuff, some misogynist stuff, some like, like too many, like really big, insane American flag kind of action, like America, like going on. I'm probably not going to stick around and hang out. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't come for me. Don't come for me. Right. I think there's lots of ways to, to love your country. Uh, but I think a lot of people these days use the flag in a way that stands for something that I don't always think is cool. That's that's all I'm going to say about that for now. So, you know, if if we're not copacetic and resonating, um, it doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. But if I sniff, if I even get a fucking sniff sniff of hatred going on, and I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't want I don't have time. I don't have time for this kind of behavior and thinking and this really low level backwards thinking. Whew, all right. Don't go. Don't don't get me off on a tangent, people. And we're back. So here's my point. Right. Sometimes people in their content, it can be their vibe, their energy, their message, like how they talk about things, what they're talking about. It's just not that soothing for somebody's nervous system, right? It just, again, it just not, might not be congruent or in alignment. Please, double amen hands if you know what I'm talking about. If like, there are a lot of people, this, I find this fascinating, the whole social media thing. Again, don't lose sight. I'm gonna talk about the being two-faced thing. I'm setting it up, I'm setting it up. So stay with me. Um, I find it so fascinating on social media, how many people kind of like hate follow where they can't stand you or your message, but they watch it because they somehow get off on just like hating you, like staring at your videos or watching your content or listening to you. So they can just roll their eyes and spew their hate. And then sometimes take that next step and leave really like ridiculous comments, right? I'm like, why? Why waste your precious life energy trolling people and hating people? Like, oh my God. Now look, there are times when you got to speak up. There are times when you got to say like, hey, this is wrong or this is uncool. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about trolling just to troll because you have a sad little life and you hate yourself. So you take it out on everybody else. Okay. But here's the thing. Just because you decide to unfollow somebody or unfriend somebody or unsubscribe or whatever, right? Uh, it's no longer a good fit, right? A lot of people don't like to do that. So there's all these strategies that people will use. 
Okay. Stay with me. There's all these strategies that people will use, which is like, well, I'll mute their stories, right? So like Instagram is like, allows you to mute people. Of course you can always block people. That's like when you're just like done, like this person is abusive. This person is nobody I want in my world. Don't want to see them, their content, blah, 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 whatever. So you have everything from muting their stories, muting their posts, unfollowing to straight up blocking, right? And on Facebook, you can unlike, unfollow, and then unfriend, right? You have like all these different options. Now, a lot of people will say to me like, I don't want to be friends with this person anymore. Because remember, in the work that I do, people will often share with me. And because of the work that I do, not just clients, but sometimes even random strangers, they just they just know, they have a sense that maybe I'm somebody who can keep a secret or they can tell difficult things to, or they can be honest or um, vulnerable or whatever the word is with, right? So people will often tell me a lot of things that they often keep close in the chambers of their hearts, you know? And one of the big things that often comes up, especially in the entrepreneurial world, and here's where I'm finally coming, I'm, I'm making my point about this, this two-faced thing, being two-faced. They'll often say to me, I don't want to be friends with this person online anymore. And through conversation and asking questions and listening, what you start to glean, what you start to become really aware of is that you were never friends in the first place. One of the things that social media has really done is created these really strange dynamics of creating quote unquote, quote unquote, I'm literally doing air quotes right now, friends with people who you're not actually friends with. You might be passing acquaintances. You might've met at a conference. You might have a cousin in common, You whatever, but you're not actually friends. I mean, that poor word has gotten watered down be, beyond belief, okay? So I'll often say to people, um, just because you don't wanna be friends with them on Facebook anymore, doesn't mean it has to get ugly or weird, right? You were never really quote unquote friends to begin with. Maybe you were friendly. Maybe you were friendly in passing. Maybe you met, like I said, once three years ago. And there's a cool feature actually on Facebook where you can go to somebody's page and then you click the little three dots and then in the dropdown menu, it can basically, it says like see friendship and you can see the last time you've actually interacted with each other. So you can really inform yourself and get a sense of, is this a connection that's worth um, uh, like maintaining? Is this somebody I even know or care to know or want to be in connection with, right? Okay, here's the point though. When people often confess to me, I want to unsubscribe from this email. I want to unfollow this person. I don't actually even want to be friends with this person who I used to be friends with in real life. And it gets weird because you're in the same social circle or because you both run with the same crowd or because you're both entrepreneurs and you might see each other at an event or at a speech or at a retreat, like whatever the thing is, right? It's like, oh my God, here's the big fear. You know, what if I bump into them in public? What if they all of a sudden text me, vox me, like whatever, and say like, what? Like, there's so much fear around that. Uh, and this is all, all kinds of people. I'm not talking about any one person in particular. This is all kinds of people. This has come up again and again and again. I don't really want to be friends with this person anymore. But what if I bump into them? What if I see them? What if we're in a group program together or whatever? And somebody was recently talking to me about this. And I said to them, I said to them, there's this really great quote. And I said, I can't remember who first said it, 
And I really wish that I could because I would like to give credit to this person. I go, but I just remember it. And this is how I remembered it. Okay. And then I will, I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'm going to point back to the beginning of the conversation when I was talking about how my spiritual team on the job gets me my answers. This is what's so fun. So what I said to this person is I said, look, you might unfriend somebody. You might decide you don't want to be friends with the person in real life. You might decide to quote unquote, unfollow, unfriend, whatever online, unsubscribe. And you might feel a little bit bad about it because you know, you're a nice person, whatever. And it's like, what if I bump into them online? I said, well, there's a difference between this. Like here, here's my, here's my, all right, let me say the quote. Let me say where, how I remembered the quote. And then I'll tell the rest of the story. And I said to them this, I said, look, being kind to people you don't like isn't being two-faced. It's called being a mature adult. Let me say that again, because this is how I, I remembered it and put it in my own words, right? Being kind to people you don't like, okay? Isn't being two-faced. It's called being a mature adult. Because one of their concerns is, and what I often hear from people is, well, if I don't really like them, and then I see them and I'm kind of forced into this situation where I might have to bump into them or interact with them. I don't want to be two-faced. And I'm like, it's not two-faced if you just are pleasant to them, if you are polite to them, if you are kind to them, if you make a little niceties, good to see you, hope you're well, how are the kids, right? I'm like, you're, you're not being two-faced or betraying yourself. Here's the caveat though. Here's the thing. I'm not talking about being quote unquote kind and nice and all these things to people. If they have truly done you harm, if they have really, really like fucked it up or did something brutal or like, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody has really done something to you and in that case, you can just ignore them. You can, and I'm not saying be a dick, although that could be an option if it's appropriate, right? But I'm just saying, I'm just talking about in general, we can still be in rooms with other people that we don't like. We can share spaces sometimes, right? With people that they're not quite our cup of tea. But here was the thing, as I was telling this person, this whole thing, look, you're not gonna be two-faced. You just be kind, you be professional, you be polite. And then you go about your business and hopefully you don't have to see them again, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could remember. This was a couple of days ago. Um, I wish I could remember who first said that quote. And I shit you not, you guys, today, it literally came up in my Facebook memories. I had posted about it 10 years ago, back in 2013. So this is the original quote, and I'm going to tell you who said it. So there's a really, really cool guy named uh, Timba Hawkeye. He's written a couple of books. You, some people might know him online as Buddhist Boot Camp. So Timba Hawkeye, this is what he said and how he said it. He said, being nice to those you don't particularly like is not being two-faced. It's called growing up. I'll say it again. Being nice to those you don't particularly like is not being two-faced. It's called growing up. So we say it samesies different, right? We say it a very similar way. I say it's called being a mature adult right? Because sometimes we are going to have to work with people we don't particularly like, we don't particularly gel, we don't really resonate, okay? And it can be uh, uncomfortable if you make a choice to sever or to end or to, as I say, slowly moonwalk out of the room of that relationship or that collaboration or that partnership or whatever it was, 
right? Even if it's just an unfollow and unsubscribe, like whatever. Uh, maybe you stop responding to their voxes or their texts because it's not a relationship or a friendship where you can do it in a way where you would be heard, where they would be able to hear you, where they would understand your point of view, you know? And sometimes you're just not really interested in fixing the friendship or maintaining the relationship or keeping that connection alive for whatever reason, you know? Just not, may not, may not good, may not feel good to you anymore. You don't like them. Uh, you've seen too much. As I always say, oh, I've been Wizard of Oz. I've seen behind the curtain. I've seen too much. And I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in connection uh, in relation uh, to this person. So let me give you a living example. So recently I was at an event. And um, once in a while, you'll be at an event or uh, in a room or a situation or whatever it is, where you're bumping into people across many years and times of your life, right? Let's call it like a high school reunion or somebody's doing um, like a high school reunion, a family reunion, um, a fundraising benefit, a special whatever when like all, the, I'm just making shit up, right? Like all the therapists get together or all the entrepreneurs do something together, but you might be in a room with people that you've grown up with, that you've come up with, that you haven't seen in 15, 20 years, some people you haven't seen in four years, like whatever. So recently I was in a situation like that where there were all these people from different times in my life. And some of them I was still friendly with. Some of them I hadn't seen in a really long time. Some of them I was so happy to see. And some of them, if I never saw them again, would not would not in any shape, way or form uh, have an effect on my life. Um, but you know, you're gonna make eye contact with people. You're going to see people and you have to make a decision. What kind of a person do I want to be? Okay. To me, being two-faced is something that people do that looks like this. And women, and I always say this, and white women especially, because that, that's the group I can talk about with, with, uh, with uh, a lot of experience, right? That's the situation when as soon as somebody leaves the table, and you might see this active, actively in your own family too, Right. As soon as somebody leaves the table or leaves the room or whatever, everybody starts kibitzing about them, backstabbing, talking shit about them, rolling their eyes to be like making fun of them. Like, you know what I'm talking about? And then they come back to the table or back into the room. And then you're like, oh, hot. that's fucking two-faced, right? But you making a conscious decision that this no longer works and then you bump into them and you're kind to them, or I say kind, uh, Timberhawk I says being nice, whichever one, right? I have a whole thing around being nice. I said, I'm not in my being nice season anymore. I'm in my being kind season. But you know, um, that's not to me being two-faced. That's called being professional. It's not about you, right? Whatever the event that is at, it's not about you and your little snafu, right? It, it's like, okay, can I just give a nod? Can I just say hello? Can I just like, smile pleasantly and move on with my life or just say, hey, good to see you. I hope you're well, whatever. Leave it at that. That's not being two-faced. Like I said, if somebody has done something really awful to you or a family member or something like that, that you get to decide how you want to play it at that point. But I'm just talking about when it, there hasn't been some huge thing. It's just been like, yeah, I'm all set with this whole relationship or this whole business or this whole product or whatever they're hawking or selling. Like I've seen too much, not hip to it. Don't want to be a part of it. Like all set with it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at this event and there's some people that I'm like 
open arms. Yay. Oh my God. Big hug. How you doing? So great to see you sit down, chat, catch me up. Let's happen. There's other people that I see that are coming towards me and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Right. And then you just give them a big hug and you're like, okay, good to see you. Yep. Bah, bah, bah. Right. You just be kind. You be nice. And then there's other people you see and you're like, yep, I'm just not going to engage. Just not worth my time. They haven't, I can clearly see and hear that they have not changed. And I really want nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? So there's a way where you don't have to be in dramatics about it. You don't have to get all weird about it. You just kind of work the room in a way where it's like, yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to engage and we don't have to make it weird. You know what I'm saying? So look, you obviously get to decide for yourself what being two-faced means. But for me, like I said, again, to me, being two-faced is when you're like literally talking shit behind somebody's back and then you're all like lovey-dovey, right? You're all just like, oh my God. And then you pretend to actually like have a friendship or a relationship with them or whatever, right? That And again, everybody has different definitions of, of what two-faced mean. I didn't even bother to look. A lot of times I'll offer like this is the definition Webster's dictionary whatever but here's the other point I want to make if you know anything at all about POTS work or internal family systems right then you know that we all have multiple POTS within us multiple parts of our personality within us so we all are in our own way kind of two-faced you know what I'm saying so if you've ever said this one part of me really wants to go to the fill in the blank, the the event, the party, um, you know, the show. And another part of me kind of doesn't. What does that say? Well, there's two parts of me. Sometimes those parts might be in conflict. So we can all say sometimes you might be wearing a different face with this group of people than you will with other groups of people. So I love this whole concept of being two-faced. I think we're multi-faced. I think we're multifaceted and we're multi-faced, you know? Um, but I'm talking about when you're talking about one particular person in general, and it's like, look, if you don't, how do I say this? If you no longer hold genuine, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Goodwill towards a person, if you don't um, genuinely like them or care about them or want them to be well, even if you're no longer friends, if you find yourself still having a relationship with somebody that you have slowly started to build contempt for or disgust towards or repulsion towards, or you just like you cringe, um, you don't like them, you don't respect them, you don't, why are you still friends with them? Like, that's a really good question to ask yourself. Why am I still supporting their business, promoting them, playing in the same, you know, rooms as them? Why am I still around this person, um, allowing this person to come into my inbox or to affect me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you find that you can clearly tell that somebody doesn't respect you, steals your ideas, um, steals your, um, like tries to come in and like be the, the big person on campus, like swinging their dick around. Like they're, they're the, like pissing on your front lawn. Like, oh yeah, this is my community now. Or like whatever. When you see people acting in a way where you're like, oh, they clearly do not have my best interest at heart. They, they may not be quote unquote meaning to hurt me, but as my, as my, as my friend Marion Williamson once said, but you didn't mean to love me either. So if they're not meaning to love you and you can tell that they don't respect you 
or value you or listen to you um, and that they are, um, you know, for lack of a, what, what do I want to say? I don't stepping all over you in a way. You know what I mean? It's time. It's time to end that thing. And if you happen to be in the same community or professional, whatever, and you might bump into them at Toastmasters, or you might see them at the speaking, then you just not be in two-faced. You just be the mature adult. You just grow up and you are pleasant. You are kind, you're professional, and you keep it at that. So you don't have to worry about like, I'm being bad. I'm being two-faced. Nope. What you're doing is called being a, a, a kind human being. We don't have to like everybody, but we can treat each other with kindness and uh, with, um, I guess we could say respect, but you might not respect that person anymore, but we can still be kind to each other. You know what I'm saying? So I hope this has been helpful and put something in a new perspective for you, because I know, I know that so many people, you know, struggle with this, especially in communities where everybody's quote unquote pretending, I'm going to do a whole thing on spiritual posturing and spiritual performing and spiritual pretending. I think that might be my next podcast episode, but I kind of play in both these realms of the spiritual realm, right? The spiritual world and kind of like the entrepreneurial world and the coaching world, right? And the creative world. So it's like, I, I kind of see like a lot of the bullshit and posturing and stuff that like goes on. And a lot of times it's like, oh, that doesn't feel spiritual to do that. It's like, nah, being spiritual doesn't mean that you're like making yourself a doormat and stuff like that. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope you're seeing something from um, from a new, a new perspective. Um, and yeah, mostly that it's just helpful in some way and helps to give you some clarity, especially if this is something that you've been bumping up against, right? You know, and what I was saying is a lot of times there are certain groups of people and whether it's yoga teachers, whether it's spiritual teachers, whatever it's whatever. And you would like to think like, oh, we're actually a community. And then you realize like, oh, a lot of these people just kind of like compete with each other and trash talk each other. And they're not actually very nice <laughs> behind the scenes. Right. So it can get a little weird out there. That's all I'm saying. People can get human relationships. It can get a little weird out there. And sometimes you just have to make a decision to end a thing, to walk away from a thing, to move away from a thing. And you just got to, you got to take care of yourself and do your best to be kind. And if you happen to bump into them, right, you can give a little nod. You can give a little, Hey, how you doing? And keep it clean, keep it clean, right? You don't have to get sticky. You don't have to get their stuff on you and you don't have to overexplain. You don't have to do anything, right? Just, it's not being two-faced to have a nice, healthy uh, boundary. So I think I'll leave it at that. So you guys, I don't know. Um, I don't know when this is going to air. I will say this. By the time it airs, we will be in the thick of, in like probably two months deep into my group coaching program, The Alchemy. And what I will say is it has been fantastic so far. I love the people who are in the group. And we're really doing some great work. And it will be starting up again in January for a new cohort of people. Uh, so if the alchemy, it's spiritual mentoring, there's life coaching in it. There's some surprises and delights that you're learning uh, neuroplasticity and different tools to interrupt patterns of anxiety, to uh, stop telling old stories that no longer serve you using um, so many different cool, cool tools, both that are 
evidence-based, science-based neuroplasticity, and also uh, hypnosis and also spiritual mentoring. It's a pretty cool thing. And you can just check it out at my website as always, karenkenny.com, where you can find everything I'm up to currently. But also, if you're specifically interested in the alchemy, it's just karenkenny.com slash alchemy. And uh, give it give it a look-see. Give it a look-see. See how it feels to you. And if you have questions, just reach out. So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I super duper appreciate you. I hope this was helpful again in some way. Um, and if you are a regular listener, just thank you so much for staying along on the journey with me. It means so much to me. I love having you here. If you're new to the show, thank you for being curious enough and following up and clicking the link or whoever sent it to you. I love that you're here. Love that you're here. And I hope you stick around. All right, you guys, wherever you go in the world, may you leave yourself and the people and the pets and the animals and the places and the environment, whoever you, whoever and whatever you come in contact with, may it be better off for you having been there wherever you go. May you be a blessing. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>